Hey there, listeners. In this week's episode, our party is going to encounter a group of traveling entertainers who make up what we would often refer to as a freak show. Although we have tried to approach this topic with consideration, it is important to note that there are some terms that are used in this episode which may be considered insensitive to those with physical disabilities. Something Something Dragons, Episode 35, The Crooked Kin. Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and Game Master Aaron, and with me today as always are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello, hello heroes. heroes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so when last we saw our heroes... It was a sad day in the town of Ravengrow because despite defeating the Splatterman and putting an end to the haunting of Harrowstone, our good friend Talia had died. You say that like the GM knew her. <laughs> Everyone was sad. And then we had two new party members who showed up to express the condolences from one Embrith Dermid. You all realized that you had a bit of a convergence of purpose, and so you were about to head back to Leopardsat after doing some last-minute, you know, goodbyes in Ravengrow, including uh, talking to Talia's dead spirit, or Talia's spirit, at her tree. Is she technically dead if she's the tree? She's dead. She's not the tree. Yes, when last we saw the heroes, it was the 5th of Farast, and they were heading on the road to Lepiset. I'll get some background music going. And I have our sound effects queued up, thanks to Tabletop Audio and Zapsplat. And we're just going to kind of uh, skim through the first couple of days of the, of the trip on the road. For the most part, like I said, it, it's still cold, but it is beginning to feel like spring. There is a lightness in the air. There is a bit of just crispness and that new life smell to everything. Hey. Really ironic. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, right? It's not like someone just died. I mean, someone just died every day. Well, that's fair. <laughs> fair. While you're on the road, uh, the road is not terribly heavily traveled, but there are the occasional passersby, usually people on carts, because anyone on foot is traveling at about the same speed you guys are, and so obviously isn't going to overtake you. We just power walk past them. Why are you walking so fast? I need to win! <laughs> but, you know, there are there are people, and, you know, there are carts that do pass you by. They don't seem terribly inclined to stop and chat with you, especially because several of you have rather odd, inhuman appearances. I'm just an elf. You're an elf. But I will point out that exactly one of you looks human. Um, I can look yeah, human. Yeah, Alyris can look human. <laughs> Alyris can look human, yes. She doesn't have to have the fox ears. And my not-looking-human isn't a not-look-human in a weird way. No, but there aren't a lot of elves uh, wandering around Ustalov. Oh, that's fair. I mean, it's not unheard of. You're not weird, but it is 
a bit unusual. Well, you're not weird because you're an elf. Right. <laughs> We're all weird for our You're weird for really other I mean, yeah, you know, spirits is kind of weird. Right. When you guys do see the uh, passerbys, do you want to engage with them at all and talk to them, or are you just going to kind of, like, nod your heads and let them ride on past? It's always nice to say hello. He, he, Eklund's made, Eklund's made enough enemies over his life that he doesn't really trust that many people, so yeah, he'll give him a nod, but he is not gonna stop and talk. Consider you could make a friend. Jaren will make passing greetings, but he's not attempting to engage in conversation. Okay, so you're not trying to, like, find out anything about, like, what, what is ahead on the road or anything? Um, no, people normally don't want to talk to strangers. There is any need to uh, scout ahead. Uh, Eklund has learned that he can carry Jaren on his back now, as in owl form. He will uh, sometimes, or for the heck of it, just try and see if Jaren will take a ride because he wants to practice uh, carrying a passenger. No, I will offer free bread to anyone. I will take your bread while we're walking. <laughs> I'll take the bread. Okay, it's bread time. <laughs> The short answer is you guys are not trying to get rumors on the road then? No, but can I knowledge local to just see what else I might know about this place? Do I have knowledge local? That's a good question, actually. You can give me a knowledge local if you have it. Yeah, I do. Uh, 22. Okay. You've been to Lepistat. You know that the distance between Ravengrow and Lepistat is about 100 miles. Of course, you also just traveled this, so you definitely know it. You would know that the best road to take is the Old Mountain Road which is what you're currently following and what what you had originally come down. The Old Mountain Road follows the southeastern foothills of the Tusk Mountains. It will also pass through the towns of Tamrivina and Courtrard before getting back to Lepistat. I'll put the names of those towns in the Thank chat. you. But it also means that there will be several days that you will just be camping on the side of the road. I love camping, especially with my new friends. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Alright, awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we learn things about each other, I guess, like daily routines and stuff. Right, so it will very quickly become apparent both both because it would be very difficult to keep it hidden and because it's probably not worth it. But eventually, Azatha is going to remove her hat, and you will notice that, um, well, she's not exactly human. Yeah. Yeah. I'd probably, like, whenever we settled down for camp on the first night or whatever, I'd just be like, okay, don't be alarmed, but take off my hat. I am not a human. Government is lizards. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Never mind, this implies that Azatha is the government. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Alright, sorry. Uh, in character. <laughs> Jaren will just lean over to Linsa and go, and people say gnomes are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I've still seen weirder. Have they seen Eklund go owl before? I mean, Yeah, we did. did. Like, first day! Yeah, you ran out of the house and turned into an owl. And then yeah, tried to yeah. poop on your party. Right, so yes. yeah, we, we noticed. We're at you. I see no reason to be upset over this. Whatever. But you... The two of you also know enough about uh, the people of Ustalav to realize that, oh, well, there's a good reason why she probably wears that hat. Yep. The other thing that will become apparent the first morning after you make camp is while Azatha is studying her spellbook to prepare spells for the day. At night before she went to bed, Lensa had set up a small altar. 
due to the nature of religion that you follow, I assume actually has holy symbols for multiple different deities on it. Yep. And since yep. you've got the whole elven polytheist thing going. Yeah, and also just you never know what spirit you're going to get and what its religion is. Might as well be kind. Right. In the morning, while Azatha is preparing the spells, Linsa goes to the altar and kind of goes into a trance. Do not intrude. Takes about the same amount of time that it takes Azatha to prepare spells for the day. I mean, you guys are used to spellcasters having their own weird routines that they do. So. I have a question and a bad idea. Okay. Oh no. Oh boy. So if I were to manage to sneak some alcohol on the journey, could I use it to bribe Eklund put an ice cube? Oh no. Just what? like throw at Linda while she's doing the trance thing. Well, there's not really no. Fine. She could she could bribe Eklund into doing things with alcohol. She could not not bribe him into breaking a spellcaster's trance because frankly he's a little bit spooked about spellcasters. <laughs> then fine, I'll save it for bribing you later. Nope. It's also worth pointing out that yeah, throwing an ice cube isn't really something that you're gonna have on the road. Unless you're a spellcaster. Unless you're a spellcaster and can create ice. <laughs> yeah, Azatha wouldn't um, bring up anything about. I'm not trying to give you ideas, but I don't know. Throwing anything on her would probably spook her. Yeah. I just made a small wall of sticks. Yeah, that would Clint work. Is not about to throw things at the spellcasters because he has not a fear of spellcasters, but he has a fear of getting on the bad side of spellcasters. I'm not. I'm just very bored as all. Yeah, it's very rude. being boring. So I was going to say, while they're preparing spells, the non-spellcasters still have things that they need, would need to do. I mean, you have weapons that need to be cared for and, you know, cleaned and polished. Do you guys bring your weapons? Well, Alyris does. I do? Yeah, you don't... <laughs> if if, don't if you don't care for your weapons, you won't have them much longer. Yeah, if you don't spend every a little time every day cleaning rust off of your sword, you end up with a unusable sword. Hey, rust, yeah, I get rust, but like... Anything that could... Clean it and polish it and sharpen it and care for it. Yes, it's like a pet. I also have a pet with me, I might add. Right, so you, you have, have to take care in. of your pet. I mean, my point is that the time that the spellcasters are preparing spells, the non-spellcasters have things to do. Either physical training of their own, like, you know, practicing and doing calisthenics and whatnot, or, like I said, just make gear to maintain. I want to teach Pumpernickel to play dead. Okay. Or to sick him. Clone is having a bit of trouble with Zarkwin, you notice, on the road because she hisses at every freaking crow she sees until he has to shove her down his shirt to get her to stop. Eklund, are you okay? He goes, apparently she hates crows now. That's new. About uh, the lenses altar thing. Yeah. Would I recognize, like, any of the... Would I have to... Could I do, like, a check or something on it to see what is up with that? What she's doing? You could ask sure. her! I mean, you could ask her, too. <laughs> she but... doesn't want to. That's her... <laughs> she doesn't want to talk... She doesn't want to bring it up. Sure. Absolutely. It's just what she would do. You can give me a knowledge arcana to try to figure out what it is she's doing. Um, you could give me a knowledge religion to figure out anything about like the specific holy symbols and deities that she prays to. You could also probably just ask do her. her. Or she's you not gonna kill her. you. Does Zotha know that? 
I think you guys can trust her enough not to murder you. One would hope. I would assume. You guys know my backup isn't going to kill you, right? My character doesn't. Uh, that is a 12 on religion. No, you're not sure. Just talk to her. Oh my god. But you've never exactly spent a lot of time paying attention to elven deities, so. Okay. And I'd probably get the gist of what she's doing. She does her spell stuff, so I just, yeah, just. This is me growing ticked off my friends who just won't talk to her. She wouldn't want to ask you about it. So a few days of travel pass. You all get into a comfortable routine, start to get to know each other a little bit. You guys will pass through uh, Tamravina. It is barely what what in our world we would call a one light town, um, you know, one street light town. There is an inn, however, which you're able to to stop at for the night, and you're able to you know sleep in a bed or at least on a bench instead of sleeping on the road. The road is hot. Eklund takes care of bathing for the next week by dumping a well bucket over his head and calling it done. Anyone who'd like can give me a diplomacy to just kind of chat at people while you're in the town and see if you can get any news about what's happening in Lepistat. I... I got a 2 for a 14. Please! I got a 2 for a 3. <laughs> got a 9. Lensa, you're hey. kind of the only person that anyone in the tavern is comfortable talking to. Yeah. The one thing that you will get is that from other people who had been coming from Leptestad, that there is a whole lot of local excitement in Leptestad. The uh, bartender, you know, just kind of looks at you and says, yeah, so uh, I hear from uh, travelers on the road that uh, the, the beast of Leptestad has been captured. The what? Oh, you, you don't know about the beast? No, I left not too long ago. Oh, well... Are you, are you, you're not from around here, are you? No, of course not. Not dressed like that. I'm not even going to ask what that means. The beast has been a bit of a legend in these parts. More, more closer to Lepistat than, than out here, but he's uh, this this horrible monster. He's terrified, terrorized the people of Vineland for years, since I was a little boy, at least. I see. But yeah, they caught him, and... Uh, there's a. Uh, there are people headed into the city, hoping to catch this thing burn. So, yeah, be careful on the road, because anytime there's that many people in one place, there's gonna be a rough element. Burn? Yeah. They're going to burn it. Well, yeah, that's how they. Uh, that's how they uh, punish capital crimes up in. Uh, up in Lepstadt. Oh God. She comes back to the table. Eklund, uh, who was eavesdropping, goes, "What's what?" What's with you and burning? Why is that particularly? It's a horrible way to die, that's all. I mean, burning people isn't incredibly nice to do. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to die in a fire. Like, that would hurt. You don't want to die in general, but burning's just incredibly painful and horrible. I'd rather burn than drown. Drowning sounds like it sucks. You could be kinder, though, and just decapitate. Yeah. There are quicker ways to kill someone. Like they do in gold. Like they do in gold! <laughs> Eklund sighs heavily and says, uh, our luck, what are the odds we're related to this thing? <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't think I'm I was raised by owls. I know most of my family. I know my family. No, no, no. We're not just gonna <laughs> ride by that. I'm sorry, you were what? <laughs> no, 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 we are walking past this. I'm sorry. 
his skin begins to like like the dirt the dirt patterns in his skin begin to swirl, which is what he does when he's blushing and he just he goes, Yeah. Um I was raised by a family of owls, one of which was the mother of which was abandoned by a druid, so she was smart enough to, you know, see that I had he, he turns one of his hands into a claw just kind of offhandedly and then back again. Don't do that in public. Wait a minute, so the nickname Egg isn't completely horrible. Well, he, he goes, that's why it scared me so much that you called me Egg. I thought you knew me or something. Looks like annoying people I don't know. Alright, we're not going to have claws appear in public. With no reason. Them, but he, goes, what? he goes, what, you jealous? No, I don't want you to become the next beast. He goes, okay, fine, I won't do the claws in public. Unless, you know, point. I'm opening a letter or something. But anyway, um, no, just you don't. Call us as a letter opener. <laughs> there are other ways to open a letter. Not like a sword. He goes, the last time I tried, I dropped it in a sewer. I'll do it for you. There are so many other ways. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> I don't know, but you brought me along for the ride. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Okay, so this beast thing. Have I ever heard of it? Give me a knowledge for it. Could we all, or? Mm. Sure, anyone who wants to can. Sure. It's I know nothing. Well, that would be a uh, 26 well, then on a natural. I don't even feel like sharing my result, because I cannot help. <laughs> I can't beat that. Kind of want to roll. I don't have that, so you're on your own. I got a 21. Okay, so everyone who rolled got uh, above a 15. So, yes, you've heard about the beast. But most of the rumors have been in that level of... The Beast of Lepistat is kind of like the Sandpoint Devil or... Any, what? Any other local booga booga that, you know, people talk to their kids about to scare them into behaving and... The Loveland Frogman. Jersey Devil. Like Mothman? Yeah. It's like a cryptid. Localized Bigfoot. But, Jaren, you actually know that there are actual reputable sightings of the beast, mostly in and around the area around Lepistat, so Lepistat, and then also out to to the uh, the hamlet of Morast, the village of Hertzdog, that whole area. The beast has been accused of everything from missing persons to vandalism, but there have also been claims from children that they've become friends with the beast out in the forest and that the beast is actually very gentle and kind. But of course they're from children, so they could be lying and they could have, you know, the beast could be their imaginary friend. It's all, like, uh, the, the monster can never just be evil, can it? It's always gotta have tragic, like, child story that... I mean, no one really is pure evil because that's kind of, like, impossible with people's morals. Hey, I don't know. Stuff, but... I'll see you and raise you the splatter man. Don't mention the splatter man. Are there any descriptions of this beast that seem uh, real? Yes. There are absolutely credible claims that the beast has been... Well, there were hunters who had gone out looking for the beast who uh, came back but were horribly beaten and several of them came didn't come back several of them were killed uh the beast is described as being some nine feet tall uh just a twisted mass of muscle wow 
Like, the descriptions almost sound like he could be some sort of giant, but not quite. But you're also sure that most of the claims of seeing the beast are fictional. So you will uh, get a somewhat comfortable night's sleep, head back off down the road. A couple more days of travel will pass. As you are getting closer to Lepistat, you're definitely seeing fewer carts and people who are headed away from Lepistat, but there are definitely people in carts and horses heading to Lepistat. Okay. As you get closer and more people show up, you can practically see the hairs on Eklund, like, just standing on end. Like, he is not comfortable with, with this many humans. Eklund? He goes, yeah. You see Monach? You guys are about as many, like... Or, no, more like Ravengrow was about as many humans as I can handle at any given time. Just walking close to this town, I've seen more than I think I've seen in my whole life. I assure you, you will be okay. Just follow my lead, alright? He nods and goes, alright. Just be... Be less yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I guess my goal has to be get through town without, you know, causing an international incident. No claws. About seven days into your journey, as you're still on the road, you know, it's it's starting to get dark, so you're getting ready to look for a good place to make camp. Um, ahead of you on the road, you will all see a caravan of nine wagons. Wagons are cool. Covered Verisian-style wagons. Wow. Yes. What if wanted a wagon? And we go look at them? Even from a distance, even in the dimming light of the night, you can see that they are gaudily painted, and um, you can see on several of them a banner that says, The Crooked Kin, Ustalov's greatest traveling cabinet of curiosities. What? <laughs> I want to go there and look at it. Wait, um, I look? So do they look more like a, like a, like traveling salespeople, or do they look more like kind of not quite a circus, but like a, maybe a traveling sideshow kind of thing. Sideshow vibes from them, yeah. Um, question. Okay. Yes. Can I attempt to look all of this? You can try. Sure. Oh, just they're not stuff. terribly well known, but um. Yeah, I assume, but no. At the very no. at the very sight of the no. sideshow thing, you can just see Eklund like, he, like, he he practically snarls, but keeps himself in check. I want to go look, but maybe I should put away the fox ears first. Yeah, let's all look as human as we can. Eklund, you stay back. Wait, can, okay, can he turn a normal-sized to... owl? Um, no, you can turn into a medium-sized owl. Just, just stay sh- back. Don't Although I will point too... out that in 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 Galarian, uh, a medium-sized owl could certainly just be somebody, you know, a druid's animal companion. So... Well, time to lie. All right. Eklund- he, tur- Ow. He, he, he just glares and just turns into owl form and looks at the party like, I wonder if I could fit on any of your shoulders. Don't. J- just oh, follow me. Think about it. And I'm going right. to work I'm going to take the lead, okay? He, he's he's flying he's flying about 10 feet over the party's heads, just like a low swoop. Okay. Um, why doesn't everybody go ahead and give me a perception check? Oh, no. Doki. Oh, I need to roll. That's the only. Please just kill me now. That is a nine. Oh yeah, I got a twenty-two. 
Uh, I could roll above a 10, that would be great. Until then, 18. Okay, red? 25. Yeah. You're green, sir. Oh, oops. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so Echo has a 25. <laughs> red, what did his last Nine. Okay. Yellow? I got a two, which is, in my opinion, the best. Okay. Orange? 13, right. but I'm focusing mostly on the owl because... I just know he's okay. gonna do something <laughs> well, stupid. Uh, so, Fair. Evelyn, as you are flying over, and this makes sense because you have dark vision, and actually, I think you're the only person who has dark vision. Huh. Plus, improved visibility as an owl. You can see up by the caravan that there's a bit of chaos where all of the wagons are parked. There is Ooh. a very tall woman, probably a good six inches taller than Lensa who is comforting God. she's comforting two girls but these are girls who have a microcephaly any heads any heads. heads exactly they are crying into this woman's arms you also notice that this woman has a very full beard near them there is a child maybe 10 years old who is covered in long matted hair who almost has the face of a dog crying and almost howling uncontrollably i wonder what happened to the side of them you see what looks like an argument between a tall ugly very muscular man and a man who is covered in tattoos with no arms and no legs in addition to the two of them in the argument, there is also a dwarf who is twisted and misshapen like a hunchback, and a man with three legs, and another man with and two men with three arms, all of whom are arguing. Meanwhile, there is also a woman who is wearing silks, looking like she comes from uh, Vudrani, who has four arms, who is trying to console the uh, the wolf child. You can see all of this, but you're still too far away to actually hear what they're discussing or what they're arguing about. I want to go see what's going on. is both concerned and wary, and he's going to fly another five feet, so he's going about 20 feet up high and pull ahead. Stay back far enough like he can hear, but I mean, I, I think it's true that owls fly pretty much silently. So he just yeah. keeps a huge, like, far, far away swoop around the... Okay. So you guys are still approaching? Okay, so when the four humanoids uh, get within to view, because yeah, they're not going to notice the owl flying overhead unless you're trying to be noticeable. Definitely not. They, uh, the woman whistles and says, "Strangers," and they are everyone just quiets except for the, uh, the 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 crying girls and the wolf boy who's still howling in, un, un, in unconsolably, and the. Uh, the dwarf kind of walks near you and says, Evening travelers, can we help you? He definitely looks suspicious and wary, um, especially when he notices that at least two of you are visibly armed. I like your wagons. We were interested when we saw. I just totally forgot what they were in caravans. Right? Sideshow. Yeah. <laughs> wagons. We were wagons. Caravan right. wagons, yeah. Uh-huh. We were interested when we saw your wagons and wanted to check it out. Ah, uh, well, uh, we're, 
we're not exactly set up to 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 perform at the moment. We're we've ha we've had okay. a bit of a situation. Lydia, Lydia, can you go get Caleb? The the tall bearded woman looks down to the forearmed woman. Can can you stay with the twins? And she goes and walks back over to one of the wagons. Now I have to remember words. Oh God. <laughs> A few moments later, after she knocks on the wagon, a man comes out of the wagon. This man is an albino. He has bleach white skin, red eyes, and long white hair that uh, falls almost down to his back, dressed in finery. He walks towards you and says, uh, Greetings, fellow travelers. I'm Caleb Hess, and these are the Crooked Kin. I apologize that we're not exactly currently set up for entertaining. However, uh, is there something that we can help you with? I like your wagons. Thank you. I'm gonna say Eklund makes Eklund makes himself known. He swoops down and lands next to the party, shuffles like sort of shuffles himself to look more in order and straightens up like an owl looking like a human. Okay. Oh my god. <sighs> Stay back, Eklund. Or should I say egg? I apologize for Hap's somewhat rude introduction. We've, uh, we've we've had a bit of a situation, and you're not the first travelers who have passed by since it happened, but most of them have, uh, well, let us just say that they were off-put by the appearance of our friends here. Everyone is a bit on edge. I, I, I do apologize. Is there any way we could help? Well, hmm. At this point, the, the, the large, ugly man says... Don't be mean. <laughs> he, he's, he's hideous. I mean, he looks almost like a uh, trollkin. I will give you guys pictures of all of these guys in a moment. Technically would be to our standards, but... <laughs> Anyways, the large man says, Well, <laughs> they, could, uh, they could help us go look for Elise. Someone go missing? At that point, the, the, the dwarf and the... The three people with three limbs, or with, with an extra limb, are just like, whatever happened to Elise is terrible, but do we really want to go wandering off into the fens? Look, I'm not scared to go rescue her. I, 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 well, I am. Yes, I'm scared. What? <laughs> everyone, everyone, calm down, Caleb says. <sighs> yes, so, um, and he points over to the other two, uh, the, 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 the two women with uh, microcephaly. Letty and Poppy's sister, Elise, has gone missing. Uh, the the caravan, we, we actually were parked here last night, and in the morning, Elise was gone. Oh, that's not good. Um, we could help. Yeah. Ha have, okay, did you guys run into trouble and then she disappeared, or is the trouble that she disappeared? No, no, the trouble is that she disappeared. Um, I mean, we're used to rude looks and, and, and snide comments, but we were simply trying to get to Lapistat because with with all of the hubbub going on in the town, we figured it would be a good place to set up our show and perhaps earn some coin. So the way we're headed we made day. camp Thanks. last night, and then in the morning, Elise was gone. No. Are you guys aware of what the yes, hubbub yes. is? And, and it okay. is horrible and tragic and nonetheless probably a good opportunity for us to perform at this point the uh the armless legless man kind of slithers over oh oh no i don't like that image 
There's so many other words that he could have used and slithered in his line. Slithers like a snake or slithers like an inchworm. Specify. More like a snake. <laughs> that's so creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's how he gets the move, I guess. <laughs> you can tell that Eklund is trying very hard not to show any revulsion or anything. He wants to be nice to this guy, but he's very creeped out. <laughs> Good news for still a bird. Yeah. Still, yeah, an still an owl. Okay, I will reach over and pat the feathers of the owl. Calm down. So he slithers over and says, "Well, we we found we found tracks leading away from their cart into the swamp." Okay. Me and Trollblood, we both say that we should we should follow, but uh, of course, uh, Hap here and. And the, the the clowns they 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 are they are afraid and do not wish to to travel. But I can show you where where we found the tracks. Well, that sounds like a good lead. Eklund nods and uh, takes flight to follow. Uh, Caleb will kind of lean in towards well Lenza because you well yeah Lenza's kind of been doing most of the talking. Says we we obviously have little to help with, but. Uh, Yes, we are. We are very worried about Elise. You can see how distraught her sisters are. Of course. And uh, I do have a item of some magic that was a gift from a former patron, which we would be happy to pass on to anyone who could assist us. Meanwhile, the uh, the, the the armlet slithering through the through the ground over to the side of one of the carts. I'm gonna go follow him then. It was Eklund, although he, he, again, he goes up to about 15 feet and just sort of has a, does a holding pattern. Okay. Does the rest of the party or is it just us two? Oh, no. Oh, I'll follow, but... Yeah, I'm following you guys. Yeah, so you will see, I mean, they're not exactly clear footprints, but you can see through the uh, overgrowth of the tall grass leading into the swamp what is clearly a trail. Not like a cleared trail, but a, oh, look, there's bent grass and broken twigs, so someone went this way. I think we should follow it. Yeah. Okay. At least this is on the creepy blood trail. Do any of do any of you have the ability to, like, I don't know, trail? Uh, Eklund ra- raises a wing and, like, he, he, he kind of does, like... Can you turn human? <laughs> human he tries to... He tries to cross his wings, and at nearly dislocating his shoulders, shapeshifts back, and, uh... There we go. He goes, yes, I'm decent at tracking. Alright, please. So I'm going to mention that that... I don't... Wait, did any of them come with us? Because this owl just turned into a rock person in front of them. So at the moment, the only people who are near you are the the ringmaster, Caleb, and the armless, legless man, whose uh, name you haven't got. And not far away is the very, very tall, ugly dude. I don't think they care. They're literally a tall guy. That's I... true. But yes, the for the for the most part, you kind of get the feeling that uh, they're all oddities enough that uh, the fact that you're an Oread probably not high on their list of things they care about. Not not the not the Oread thing. Concerns. The fact that he just shapeshifted. I mean, magic. Different people okay. in a world of magic. That's not. Exactly too uncommon. Yep. Alright, well let's follow the light years back. Alright. Okay, okay, before we before we go any further, who's going in? I'm assuming all of us. Clon raises his hand. Oh, I'm going. Okay. 
I will turn to the uh, ringmaster and his people. Are you coming with us? Or are you staying with your people? Uh, well, um, Caleb will again lean in and say, I know that uh, Trollblood and Prince Zaz would happily go with you. But truthfully, and he just very quickly sizes up all of you, I'm quite certain that the five of you are capable. And I don't know that any of them would be much more than a hindrance and not li likely to get themselves killed if there is anything dangerous out there. Okay. So I think the three of you should stay with your people in case anything else happens. Very well. And, you know, give up, give us a call or whatever. Scream real loud if something <laughs> changes. Screaming and right. smoke is our second boss, <laughs> I'm assuming. Uh, Eklund, why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check to follow these tra this track? Survival tracking? Yeah, yes. If you have a bonus for tracking, use tracking. Okay, I'm gonna... I forgot. I have to take off my owl shape. Did I roll to aid? Yes, you can attempt to aid. It has a plus nine to it, so... Okay. Come on, more than ten, please. I do aid. Okay. Twenty-four on the tracking. Okay, so and a plus two from the aid, so a total of twenty-six. So it is child's play for Eklund to follow these tracks. Uh, the tracks lead away from the caravan down into kind of a boggy river valley and in, then into a full-on marsh. The marsh has high reeds that are as high as six feet high in some place. And it very quickly becomes slow going to move through this, but it's still easy to follow her track. Difficult train. It's actually each square of marsh uh, will be count. Each square will count as four squares for movement. Oh God, that's worse yeah. than difficult train. It is well, worse than difficult train. See how well Eklund does an owl form this time. <laughs> you will continue the on for a while. You will then come out to kind of a not exactly a clearing, but a more clear area where there is, you know, actual solid ground. And, uh, Eklund, give me a perception check. Oh boy. 17. Okay. Uh, you can see where it looks like something was dragged on the ground ahead. Uh-oh. Oh no. I'm gonna go ahead and move you guys to a map. Yay, map And Eklund shapeshift now. Sure. Before the shapeshifting occurs, Jaren will... As they're walking, following this trail, Jaren will ask, does it look like it's just one set of tracks? Are there other people involved Are there? in this? So, up to this point, it looked like uh, just one set of tracks. Where you're at now, it looks like something larger than human has moved through here. Oh, Eklund goes, something big, something big. And uh, and then he shape shit. Then yeah, he says that, and then he shape changes and uh, takes off above the like five five feet above the party, about the same height Talia used to fly. Okay. I will cast light then. Okay. So you should all be able to see a fair bit of this map at this point now. And before we all start wandering off in different directions, why don't you guys just go ahead and roll for initiative so I keep track of uh, figure as much track of movement and whatnot. So, you're in this clearing. Uh, the highest initiative is Eklund. Before you guys, before we go into initiative, you all hear a sound that sounds like a woman's voice, but it is muffled, coming from, so to the northwest, 
just out of my sight. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm here. But it's coming from that direction. Uh, Eklund, um, what would you like to do? Eklund's going to go up to about 15 feet okay. and fly to about here, hoping he can... Nope, he can't see it. Okay, give me a perception check. How far can his speed go on this map? 22 on perception. You uh, can move 60 feet with a single move action and when flying. With a 22, uh, you do notice, however, while you don't hear what was making the noise, there looks like part of a body partially submerged over here to oh, the no. northeast. Or oh, bloody gods. Okay. Eklund's going to start heading that direction. Can I have him double move? Uh, sure. Although you may not need to. You run to take up your whole action and turn. You can, but I don't know that you need to. I mean, you move squares with a single move action. You're right. Give me one sec uh, with the measure thing. Like, you can get there in one move. Okay, yeah. I'm going to move over there. Okay. So he's, he's going to fly up there with a run. So he's still... I'm going to have him ready his talons in case anything jumps him. Then you wouldn't have run. You would have done a single move action and ready an action. That, that is a single move action, I thought. 60 right. feet. Right, that's what I'm saying. You didn't run. You did okay, a move yeah. action. Okay. And then um, readies his claws. Okay. Balance, whatever. Illyris, Eklund flew off to the north. I want to follow him. Okay. Um. So, so you know, any area that is green, you can move as if it is normal terrain. If you move through a square where there is a visible tree, that counts as difficult terrain. So each square counts as two. If you move through anything that is that kind of bluish water, that's into the marsh, and each square counts as four. Well, can I just run? How far can I, how many moves can I do the thing? You can move six squares with a single move action. You can double move. You can run, but running requires going in a straight line, and you wouldn't get very far, or you'd hit water. But you can definitely double move, which would be a total of squares. Eklund flying was able to avoid any issues with flying over the but... See, no Talia, see, Talia I, I did it. I took your advice and I just grew wings. That's not fair. I can't do that. <laughs> Fine. I guess just... I'm just gonna start moving and then you tell me when to stop because I didn't hear how many things I could do the thing. 12 on a double, 6 on a single. Yes. Well, if I'm doing a double, it'd be 2, 4, 6. And then I just got 6 mm -hmm. left to just walk yep. around. So you move partway in, you can see Eklund flying above. I don't know if you have enough visibility to see what's where I'm currently pinging or not. Enjoy a body! Okay, you can do. Uh, so yes, you'll see the body. Jaren. You. Okay, so the sound we heard, where was it? Kind of close to where uh, Alyris is currently standing. Okay, then I am, I'm just going to double move, do so quietly. Okay. I'm looking to not be heard by whatever might be making this sound. <laughs> okay. And I will stop there. Before we get to Azatha, uh, you will all hear the sound of pipes being played. Clint's going into a little bit of PTSD here. He kind of balks in the air and almost falls out of the sky, but keeps himself up. It is up. not the same kind of pipes. That's probably are, why he keeps himself up. These are wooden pipes, almost more like a wooden flute. Still brings back bad memories, though. 
Like a pan flute kind of thing? Like a pan flute. Yeah, exactly. Azatha. I I don't want to go towards it, but you all went there, so I'm just going to follow you guys. I'm with double moving. Okay. I feel like Pathfinder is the epitome of if all your friends jumped off a bridge, would you do it too? (laughs) (laughs) I would be the first one to jump off, excuse me. So, double move? Yep. Right up to there. Lensa, before we get to your turn... Of course. You're all going to hear a noise. Nope. Oh boy. Nope. And crashing out of the brush near, actually near Eklund. <gasps> oh. There is a nine foot tall thing that is a mess of feathers and fur that comes out of the brush. Um, Eklund, you immediately recognize what this is. Owlbear, it's what I saved Lorimore from and how I got here in the first place. You do have a held action, so you can take your held action. It five foot, well, after it five foot steps, but before it unleashes on you. Yeah, Eklund's gonna do that. Okay. I would recommend- Why don't you do that? All talons. 18. Dang it! I lose a crit on the off talon, but... 18 on the main one, or do I get both? If I get both- no, you do not get both. I choose which yeah. one I use. No. <laughs> uh, I rolled a crit uh, with a confirmed 24 on the second one. Life is hard. Um, Alright, so an 18 will hit the owlbear, and you slashed for 6 damage. Uh, uh, your, yes. Your talons dig in, and blood goes flying from it as it roars again. Uh, Eklund trying to uh, trying to sound tough, even though figuring an owl bear probably can't understand him, but he says in like owl bird language, "I've eaten bigger than you." Yeah, well, um, he's gonna oh. slash out at you with both claws, and then probably go for a bite. Oh boy! Well, I have a higher AC here. Let's see what it does. Owl form is okay. Best combat character I've ever played, but I don't play combat characters much. So the first eh. claw will with an eleven. Uh, I think I got you at the second claw with a 26. Oh my god! Hit. You will take five points of damage from the claw as it rakes into you. And okay, as it does so, it will get a free attempt to grab. And... CMD is 24 for the record. And I got a 25 for this grab. Oh, dang it. So you uh, go ahead and apply the grapple as the uh, owlbear's clawed paw just wraps around you. And it will then go for the bite. I picked grapple. I'm not sure it worked. Oh, nope. There it goes. Okay. Um, Will a 22 hit with the bite? Yes. He will bite you for seven points of damage. Oh, okay then. Uh, Lensa. Uh, I don't know if you can see what's happening up there, but you I'm not sure if I can see or not because of the lyrics, but oh well. Okay. But I'm going to touch Jaren with a spell. Okay. And what are you going to do? Caught a person. <laughs> You're making me big. Human-sized. Hey, damage. Slightly more damage. That's big yeah. to me. There you go. A human-sized Jaren. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, Jaren, you'll get a plus two Terrible. size bonus to strength, a minus two size penalty to dexterity. <laughs> there you go. 
You're a brawler with a plus two to strength. Dude, this thing's dead. Jaren, when it comes to attacking and damage, he's small but deadly, so his penalty does not okay. apply. Also, I guess uh, because your brawler's fists are probably built around being a small creature, they go up a die. Okay. Okay, so minus one AC and minus one. Eklund, mind coming back? Okay. <laughs> oh, Eklund is grappled at the moment. Oh, um, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> Eklund glares from where his uh, leg is being shaken by an owl bear. <laughs> Eklund's very much like, yes, I would love to, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> we'll be there in a minute. So, you, uh, you enlarge the gnome. Um, <laughs> which, like I said, doesn't actually make you a large creature, but it does make you cute. Um, hey, to me, that's big. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eklund? This won't last long. So you're up. Don't... You have choices. You can still attack while grappled, just leaving the penalties. Um, you could try to break free using uh, a CMB against the creature's CMD. Um, or an escape artist check, but I'm assuming that your escape artist skill is garbage. Um, uh, yeah, uh, but do I get any bonuses also... if I'm in its mouth? I still do the same damage and attack roll. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason you can't just attack it while... Because it doesn't seem to have, like, a constrict or anything. So, if you want to just tear into it with your claws while you're grappled and it's holding you, you're welcome to do so. Until he's dying, I think he... Unless he can do both in the same turn... What? He escaped and clawed in the same turn? Nope. Uh, trying to escape right. with your standard action. Pause. Here we go. 8 and 13. Can I... Uh... Okay. The I know eight, how you feel. The 8 will miss, because that's a natural one. The 13 would normally not hit. However, the owlbear also has the grappled condition. And uh, you will be able to tag with the second claw, the second talon. Cool. Because he's grappling you, which makes him easier to hit. So that was how much damage? Seven damage. Okay. Yeah, you cut into him and there's blood. <laughs> Eklund's hanging by this thing's, like, he's hitting it. He's kicking it with one foot while it's got the other in its mouth. Like, this is a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Alyris, there's a thing. Eating your friend. Wait, guys, owls are sensitive to sound, right? What are you planning? Scream at it? No. If you do that and Eklund dies, his spirit is going to haunt you in real life. I huh. like to see you try. No, no, I will. so won't. hard that he switched planes of existence. Alright, so what are you doing, Alaris? Oh, I'm not allowed I mean, you can scream, but that's a free action. Can I scream while I'm doing things? Sure. Okay, so I'm thinking maybe the thing that would make you guys the least mad at me would be to try and stab it or something we'll along those lines. Right? Stab it. Yes, please go do that. Or shoot something at it. Well, I think I should do the thing that makes you the least mad and likely to haunt me. So I'm going to get as close to it as I can while screaming at the top of my lungs. So... Can I take a double move, or is that... Yeah, so what I was going to say is, you can't get there in a single move, so you wouldn't be able to get there and attack this turn no matter what, because you're going to have to double move in any case. Does she have any ranged attacks? She has a bow, but she can't do as much damage with the bow. It's still damage, though. Yeah, but what I was going to say is, you have enough movement that if you double move, put yourself here, and then you'll be flanking next turn, which means you'll be able to use sneak attack. Ah, uh, yes. 
Maybe I should try to get there, though. So, yes. I mean, your choices are you could shoot at it this turn, but you probably won't do as damage. Or you could get yourself there so that you're set up to sneak attack next turn. I'm going to get myself there. Uh, I'm, I can double move, right? Yep. That's 12, right? Yep. I'm assuming the rapier is in your hand. Yes. And I'm going to scream, and I'm going to stab it. Oh, you can stab it next you turn. You can't. Or try to. <laughs> my next turn, but I'm also going to scream a lot. Okay, you're screaming so bloody murder. Jaren. Alright, I am double moving because that's all I can do to get in range. Okay. That's it. You know, I think you probably should go up to having a third move speed when you're enlarged. Oh yeah, because I've got longer legs now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so I will move here. Okay. Um, and it's grappling Eklund, so you don't need to worry about a tax opportunity. Oh, he's not really worried about that anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. <laughs> After Jaren moves, the uh, pipes kind of build to a crescendo and appearing out of the ether. Ether. Oh, no. Tell me. It oh, my God. A marsh. A marsh. A frigging marsh. A what? What? Piper <laughs> of Ill Marsh. <laughs> Piper of the, the Marsh. The <laughs> no, no. You're nowhere near Ill Marsh. Okay. But uh -oh. appearing are three wolves. Just kind of oh, pop man. into place. Come on. <laughs> oh god. Oh god, I don't like this. The first wolf, after it appears, is going to bite at Jaren. Flanking. Rude. It, uh, we'll get a plus two for flanking. Um, that is a it's 20. It's a lot blue. Um, I think that hits with the penalty. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to adjust. I'm trying to add in the new... Yeah, we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll build that in as a buff later because it seems like one that uh, Lensa might regularly use on you, but... You want to uh, Yes, that will just... You said 20? Yes, exactly a 20. Yeah, with the um, minus one that hits. Okay, so it will bite you for six points of damage and will then attempt to trip uh, 19 against your CMD. The CMD gets the uh, dex penalty, right? It does, but... Okay. Uh, no. Okay. So it bites you, but is not able to pull you off your f Green, to answer your question, no, enlarged person cannot be cast on the owl. Dang it! I need to be human for me to cast. Because it's not find, a person. Try to find all the workarounds to get him into a really, really giant owl before 10th level. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Meanwhile, I have two more wolves. And, uh, one wolf is going to bite Lensa, the other one is going to bite uh, How did the suggest? Oh my god. They appeared. They, they oh, appeared God. out of thin air. I should have had my sword out. That would have just been smart. I will accept that you had your sword out. You could have drawn it as a move action, or drawn it as part of your move action. And clearly right, you, you knew that something bad was happening. Uh, first bite on Lensa is a 15, which I do not think will hit. A what? 15. No. Okay. But not uh, by... Second bite on Azatha is a 14. I don't think that hits. Um, that does not. Okay. Wait, uh, I still have mage armor on for some reason. I didn't. Oh yeah, you shouldn't that. have. You didn't cast mage armor. I don't think. Um, nope, I did not. Uh, well, I just gotta wait for that to. Um, it's actually uh, my AC is 14. Ah, so it will hit you. It will bite you Ooh. for two points of damage. And it will attempt to trip you. Uh, that is a 22 against your CMD. 
Yep, I'm guessing that hits. I'm pretty sure you're, you've just been dragged to the ground. Oh, that's great. Well, it turns out it's my turn this round, it looks like. Uh, yes, but there is one more thing that is happening from someone who is currently off the map. Going again, the uh, the the pipes kind of build up to a crescendo, and I'm going to need Lensa to give me a will save. Oh, saw that coming. I mean, the good news is I have a really good will. That's good. An eight plus eight. The bad news is I can't roll above a five, so I have an eleven. Oh no! This is an enchantment effect. If that helps. No. You're an enchantment effect. I <laughs> rolled it. That sounds like flirting. Sorry, fine. Apparently that does, because I'm tired and missed that. 13. That's still not good. It is not. So. It was nice to meet you, Lenza. Yeah, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Lenza falls asleep. I just brought this back. Oh, wait, mm. asleep? Asleep. I'm immune to sleep. Lenza does not fall what? asleep. Right, because she's an elf. Because she's an elf. Never mind. Well, that was a wasted wasted spell effect. Which honestly, the creature the creature should have known better, but he didn't. So, um. Azatha, you're up. Oh right, I you're also on the ground. Azatha, you're not a. Oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Azatha, it is your turn. Okay. Um, um, does it take a full action to get up? It is a standard action, or it is a move action to get to get to your feet. However, it will provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh, man. I'll, I'm, I'm just going to stab it while I'm down here. Yeah, you can do that. Do uh, let me go ahead and put the prone condition on your character sheet. I will use this cool new mithril dagger that I got. Okay, do it. Which is oh oh that is awful actually. <laughs> that is a sixteen. Um, a sixteen is enough to hit. Oh, that's much better. That's a five. Okay, so your mithril plus one dagger stabs into the wolf. It growls and yips, but uh, it's still it's still going. But uh, but that that definitely Ooh. drew blood. That is good. Would you like to take a move action, or are you just gonna stay there and hope that no one bites you? Actually, yeah, I will get up. Okay. So just you're gonna have to get to your feet. I was already there. So you could just five foot roll here if you wanted. Yep, that is what I will do. Yes. Okay. That takes me to the owl bear. <sighs> who really wants to eat this uh? Owl in its talons, but on the other hand, it is—it realizes that it is surrounded and it doesn't like that. So it is not going to maintain the ground. So go ahead and remove Sweet. the grapple condition, Eklund. Oh. She could have spit you out. And it is going to claw twice at uh, Jaren because... Bring it, Hooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You are flanked, I will remind you. Yes, I'm aware. Okay. Uh, it makes a noise like, hey. That's bad. Uh, that is a 29 and a uh, 23, including the flanking bonus. Oh, no. That's not good. So I think those will both... Uh, is that... Yeah. Okay. okay. I 
I thought you none were... of those are crit? No. Oh, this thing's uh, attack bonus scares me, and I don't even know what it is. Well, uh, I will tell you that the 29 was a 19 on the dot, but... Uh, still scary. Scary as heck, but... <laughs> it isn't scary. And plus two of that is because of flanking. It will claw you for a total of eight, 18. It will then, after it claws into Jaren, whip around and bite at the fox person coming up behind it. Oh, great. That <sighs> is only a 13. I, I'm pretty sure that doesn't really do much. So it does bite at you, but it doesn't do anything. So, uh, Lensa, you're oh, up. Dude. I don't like the wolf here. I'm going to five foot step. You don't have to. You can five foot step. And I'm going to attempt to slash it. With your elven curve blade? And that is a natural one. A uh, natural one will miss. Do you want to take a move action? You can't move, but you can take a move action. She's still confused why somebody just tried to put her to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I'm not asleep, but I'm definitely a little dizzy, because I'm like, what the heck? Okay. I might. I'm just gonna... Uh, gonna cry. Okay. Crying is a free action. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go. Am I considered flanking with Alyrus because of how big it is or no? Yes, you are flanking the owlbear with Alyrus. Sweet. All right, double claws. Eda. Here we go. That's why she went there so that she'd be flanking. So uh, adjusted, fully adjusted 23 and 18. Both of those will hit. Total of 18 Woo! damage. Okay. Eat that. He'll eat you. Nice. Already tried to eat my foot. Here, have both of them in the mouth. So seven damage on the first, eleven on the second. Those seem to all get through. So if Eklund's wing got torn off as his owl form, would he lose an arm in his humanoid form? Yes. Right. And uh, oh, you're either going to need to land or give me a fly check to hover. What happens if I fail the fly check? You'll fall on the ground. Um, a uh, question? Yeah. Yeah. About, wouldn't he already be on the ground? Yes, he would, because he had been grappled. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're on oh, the okay. ground. he take off as a move action, or did he already spend that with the two claws? With double clawing, all you could do is... I guess you could take a five-foot fly, and then I would need a fly check. But you probably want to stay where you are, because you want to give uh, Lyris the flank. Yeah, he's going to stay where he is. Okay. Speaking of Alyrus and flanking. <laughs> yes. Is it my turn to stab the thing? It is your turn. Since it's not undead, can I also use my bleeding? Yeah, absolutely. Yes! <laughs> well, I think we played like a 95% undead villain AP, but we didn't have any, like all of our attacks only worked against living creatures. That's not true. <gasps> yes! Goodness. Would you like to tell the uh, party what you rolled? <laughs> a nat 20. Okay. Oh, I assume. That's a 29. That that a will damage. hit. Critical threat. What was your confirmation roll? Uh, the crit confirm was 27. That will confirm your critical hit. <laughs> How much damage do you do? Yeah, that's also a 20. So 20 points of piercing damage. Oh nice. my <laughs> god. Alright, so do you want the good news or the bad news? Was that with or without the bleed? 
That's without her. That's without her sneak attack. That's just the critical damage from the weapon. Yep. I want the bad news first. Okay. Bloody kidding me. The bad news is you don't get to roll your sneak attack. Because it's Aww. already dead. The good news is because you killed it outright without the sneak attack damage. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Can I kick its corpse? Sure. I'm going to not out of the wood. We're not out of the fence yet. Nope. There's still these wolves. And something playing pipes. And somebody playing pipes. You can take a move action if you would like, Helen. That apparently tried to make me go to sleep. I can. Yeah. How many can I move? Six. Do diagonals count as one move? Diagonals count two. as two. Well, you get. Oh, man. It's, it's actually every other one. The first diagonal counts as five. The second diagonal counts as. Um. Yeah. Stop you it. can. You can do. You can move there. Totally valid. Yay. Uh, actually, if you wanted, you could have moved right next to the body, which would then put you back into oh. a flank with uh, Eklund still. And can I do that? Sure. You could, but I want to do that. I can oh. do that now. <laughs> I want to do that now. Okay, never mind. I mean, Jaren, you might be able to kill the wolf without being in a flank, honestly. <laughs> well, the poor two of us are back here like, hi, we can use some help. <laughs> We are spirited to kill this would love to go over there and help, but the problem is we're a little preoccupied here. <laughs> Jaren, what would you like? Okay. Jaren is going to see the situation here mm -hmm. and see the situation downfield <laughs> and be like, bye. And he's going to bippity boppity boop himself on down here. Okay. Um, you will provoke from the wolf. Yeah, it's... Uh, he will also click his heels before moving, because that's a free action for his uh, boots. Okay. What, is it, what do his boots do? Uh, it gives me a plus five when moving in and out of uh, enemy Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, the good <laughs> news is you didn't need that because uh, the wolf's uh, attack of opportunity was a 12. Um so. Uh, but technically, he moved through both squares down here. Oh, so the other two wolves would also get to take an attack of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Um, 12, 17, 19. All right, hold on a second. 12 won't hit. No. 17 won't hit. And you said 19? Yep. Will not hit. Okay. That's even without... That's without rolling his acrobatics, so... Yep. So... Jaren moves on down, and uh, all snap at you um, ineffectively. Speaking of the wolves, it is their turn. So the one wolf is going to snap at the bird that is foolishly on the ground. Come on. That is a 21 to bite Eklund. That will just hit. His AC is 20. Okay. Um, so he will uh, bite you for five points of damage. I'm getting my butt kicked over here. Down on the southern part of the field, the one wolf is puzzled about the person who just ran in front of it, but is still looking at the tasty, tasty human who's on the ground, or snake person. I'm, I'm assuming you had your hat on when you went to the crooked skin. Yeah. So he's going to bite down at Azatha. That is a nine, which I'm pretty sure we'll miss. Yep. Even with your prone condition. I did stand up, though, right? 
Uh, I thought you just oh, no, crawled no, away. Oh, no, 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 I just crawled, crawled away, right. Yeah, never mind. The other one is going to bite at Lensa. That is a 14. A 14? Yes. That was what it was last time. Still okay, misses. so that will still miss. Look, I get it. I'm not a good AC. I don't suck that bad. Okay. <laughs> not like me, which I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate Moving that. Moving out into the clearing <laughs> is a tall man with uh, the lower legs of a goat and horns on his head. Mr. Holding nope. a pipe. And he is going Later. to play a note on the pipe and a uh, burst of sound will go down to the southwest. <laughs> and I am going to need a will save from Jaren, Azatha, and... Can you stop? Actually, no. You know what? He's... No. I, I take that back. He's not going to... He's going to direct it to the north. So I need a save from Eklund and Alaris. Aw, save. Oh, his... His... Will is not that wonderful. Thirteen. That is a fail. I got a five. That is also oh a fail. Oh my goodness. Aw, yeah. Both of you fall asleep. I always end up incapacitated in every freaking combat we do. And there's a wolf right now, which is going to. The good news alive. is the wolf. If the wolf attacks you, it will wake you up. No, I I know how. The bad news is everything has attacked you so far. <laughs> to five bucks, it'll attack Acklin rather than me. Azatha, you're up. Well, again, you're still not up. You're on the ground. Yeah. It is your turn. It is your yeah. turn again. It to, yeah, it'll. Um, I'll still take it an attack of opportunity if I try to get up off the ground, right? You will. Although you could again five foot roll to the south and then stand as your move action. Actually, yes, I will do that. Okay. I'm no longer prone. I think. Yep, that will get rid of the prone condition and put you there. Yep, we'll do that. And then, uh, I was going to say, anyone who'd like can give me a knowledge going. nature check on the uh, man who walked in, but I'm sure the players all know what it is. That's what I was going to do. Right. That's a thing. Okay. I'll do that as well. Oh, nature. That's an 18. An 18. That is enough to tell you that that is a satyr. A satyr, known in some region as a fawn, are debauched and hedonistic creatures of the deepest, most primeval parts of the woods. They adore wine, music, and carnal delights, and are renowned as rakes and smooth talkers, wooing unwary maidens and shepherd boys, and leaving a trail of awkward explanations and unplanned pregnancies in their wakes. Oh dear. Though their bodies are almost always those of attractive men, much of their talents for seduction lies in their talent for music. With the aid of their pipes, a satyr is capable of weaving a wide variety of melodic spells designed to enchant others and bring them in line with his capricious desires. Uh, Do not addition... tell me that's the plan for Eklund. Eklund's a giant owl right now, dude. <laughs> in addition to their constant frolicking, satyrs often act as guardians of the creatures in their tomes, and any who manage to turn the satyr's lust to wrath are likely to find themselves facing down dangerous animals surrounding the fawn. Welp, we just killed an owl bear. What? Uh, you <laughs> rolled high thing. enough I'm that you can get um, one useful piece of information about the satyr. Are there any... The, the, the weaknesses? I will give you as a weakness that their uh, 
their damage reduction is bypassed by cold iron. Aquan's claws hey. cold iron yet, or just silver? Your claws count as magic, cold iron, and silver. But you're asleep, so... But you're asleep. But for long! <laughs> uh, it could be for very long, actually. It depends on if the wolf attacks you or Lyris. Well, either way, one of us is gonna wake up and then wake the other up. Right. Azatha, what would you like to do? Uh, you've you five foot stepped and you stood, and you've identified the satyr. Cast a spell. Oh right, that's yes that I was going to do that. Um yeah, I'm going to cast magic missile. Um, one towards one of the wolves and one tor- towards the satyr. Okay. Satyr. Go for it. Jeez. Okay. Satyr boy. Yeah. He was yeah, a satyr yeah. boy. He said, "See you later, boy." <laughs> No. Go ahead and cast your spell, Azatha. Yeah. Three and two. So, would the first one have gone into the wolf and the second into the satyr? Yep, I'd say that. Okay. Uh, Are you you attacking the same wolf that you... Yes. So, two glowing purple missiles come flying out of Azatha's fingertips... For once, in a, after quite a while, she doesn't have weird magic OCD asking her if she really wants to waste that spell. Oh, yeah. And uh, the, the satyr cries out as it strikes him, almost like he's st- stunned by the fact that you actually hurt him. Here's <laughs> what you get. <laughs> Lensa. I don't like this. Okay. I don't like any of this. I don't want to be here. I mean, you could leave. I probably shouldn't have attacked him, actually. Yeah, we could have negotiated, maybe. Yeah. That's not gonna work anymore, because my first thought was, well, I actually have a good diplomacy. Just say sorry oh. now. I don't think they would... I mean, it's worth the shot? I don't know, I'm bad at talking to people. She has a plus 12, guys. She's good at talking to people. What would you like to do, Lenza? I would like my friends to not be idiots. That's not gonna be an idiot. I've been trying that. I'm gonna try, I guess, negotiating, because I can't do much. Okay, what do you want to say? Listen, we don't want to fight. If you could call off the animals, I'm sure we can settle this peacefully. Er, more peacefully. Um. They kind of killed the owlbear. Yeah, he very much killed it. I mean, it, it attacked us. Yes. What we were supposed to do. Give me okay. a diplomacy check. Please don't have a crappy roll. Flame was cursed. <gasps> 29. Okay. A 29. That's a very good roll. <laughs> and I'm going to kind of give my friends a signal of pause for a minute. <laughs> don't doesn't see do it. He's anything dumb. Don't drop your guard, but don't attack. Alright. We will see what he does on his turn, but uh, it looks like your words may have gotten through to him. Alright, please don't do anything dumb, guys. Eklund, you're dumb. asleep. <laughs> I do need to wake myself up. Some check or what saving about throw. Me? I'll you save. would uh, wake automatically if you are uh, slapped or wounded. You do not don't get another saving Eklund. throw, though, to wake. Sleep sucks, man. Eklund. So Eklund is asleep. Alyrus is asleep. Uh, Jaren. Um, I will hold. Okay. Giving me a chance. Thank you. Thank you. 
So Jaren is holding his action. We're back to the satyr. The satyr blows a quick burst into his pipes, and the wolves are going to five foot step, and five foot step, and five foot step. Thank God. And the satyr, with his offhand, draws a dagger out of his pa off his belt and points it at Lensa, and says, "I am tired of you humans coming into my." Woods and killing my creatures. Not a human. Those aren't humans. Just saying. You're t you're asleep. Hush. No, I thought I might point that out. Well, for one, I've had to deal with far too many reckless people coming in here, killing creatures, raising some of them from the dead, and I've had quite enough of it. I'm sorry. Raising from the dead. Yes, I know all about you humans and your your no. your necromantic Wait. magics. That's not all humans, and almost none of us are humans. Can can I take off my hat? Sure, you can take that off your hat. I'll call that a free action. Yep, I will do that. Does the people? He, he looks he looks fey to me. Yes. Oh, I mean he's he's a satyr. He's a, he's a, absolutely a fey. Um, okay. Then it, in Sylvan, I will say none of us are human. And we were simply looking for a lost friend. Eklund will put in his contribution by snoring Owl Lee, but he's <laughs> kind of... He's also just saying there, like, like I'm kind of trying to hint that he's like, like, hey, I'm an owl over here, not a human. Big owl. <laughs> and he's unconscious. <laughs> um, I didn't think that would get such a laugh. In Listen, the past, um, in the past several moons, there have been multiple, I, and I know you're not all humans, but I can't be bothered to tell the, the difference between you different humanoids. All right, then. Humanoids will work. Multiples of you have come into the into my woods, traveling from one town to another, and while you've been here, you've been burning and killing, and like I said, raising from the dead. This Listen. one over here, who you, your friends, slayed, her mate was killed just a month ago by several of your friends who came out wearing robes. So yes, I've had quite enough. The ones in robes aren't friends. We're actually trying to find them. But we have... I will add them. hunt. She means hunt. Yes. Say, Lenza, do you understand Sylvan? Um, pretty sure. Isn't that a given language if an elf? No. It's, a, it's, uh, a, it's one you can learn. I do have I it, though. Okay. I have some. It's, so, yes, it's I not have. an automatic language. Don't tell Eklund about the owlbear's mate thing, because he'll feel absolutely awful. I mean, you didn't kill the owlbear's mate. The fact that it had him, like... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, give me another diplomacy check. All right, then. I'm so scared, because I'm not rolling well. Yeah, you've got hero cards. 23! A 23, you say? I can roll good on one thing, and that is talking to people. It's a matter of life and death. The satyr will step back and say, Perhaps I was being hasty. You can gather your friends and leave. Thank you. The wolves vanish. Thank God. So we don't actually really know what this friend looks like, though. Jaren will ask uh, the person that we are looking for the, the person we came in here looking for was, and he'll give a general description of 
you know, a person with a small head. Mm-hmm. And have they crossed your path in here? The satyr gestures over to where Alyris is sleeping and the body that she is next to. That body's dead, oh dear. isn't it? Mm, I can't really yes, see. the body dead. <laughs> Look, it could be asleep. Someone mind kicking the Oread awake? Like I said, you guys nope. can wake them as you No, 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 it. no. I am not waking the Oread because he is an impulsive idiot. <laughs> <laughs> and I've worked I mean, hard to make this fight. I mean, that's oh, valid. I'm not having it start again because he's mad that he got put to sleep. When you walk over there, the uh, the dead body is almost certainly um, the third okay. sister. Yeah. They, they, they have the, the, the small oh. head and oversized ears and other traits that are indicative of microcephaly. And the satyr will simply say she wandered into the woods at night. I will admit I used my pipes to lure her deeper. And yes, we dispatched her. But... Not cool. Not cool. You may take her back to her people. I will admit, perhaps, I was over hasty. I'm so sorry about the people who have been coming in and destroying this. It cannot make up for a death, but he uh, will point inside here and say, within that bush you will find the remnants from other travelers after the ones in robes did their business, the other travelers who I have stopped. Perhaps you can make use of it. I will put an end to what I have been doing, but spread the word that these marshes are protected. Of course. Oh, and with the mention of the robe people, I would say um, we actually probably know of those people um we are um they're enemies i believe if they raised the dead um do you did they make did you kind of eliminate them too or did they make it out no i i saw the aftermath spoke to the animals and they told me what they had done at which point i vowed that no more your kind would come into my what did completely understandable they killed they killed, as I said, they killed this one's mate and brought it back as an undead abomination. And did they take it with them? It left, yes. Great. Yeah. Thanks for the information. Um, we will we will try to stop these people in the fridge. A, a zombie owlbear, yay. <laughs> guess the, I guess it would be ignorance is fatal, but can sometimes be bliss. Alright, well, I'm gonna go loot the thing. What's the loot? Alright, I'm going to wake up Alyrus. Okay. Uh, the satyr will vanish off into the marsh. Then I will wake up Acklin, making sure he's gone before waking up Acklin. Nick Acklin! Oh, Acklin, I'm kind of just gonna bonk him lightly with my quarter stuff. Wake up. Acklin wakes up, uh. like, as close to howling as an owl can. And you can tell from the look in his eyes that he is waking up out of a nightmare. Shh. 
okay. You're okay. We've dispatched. He stops and, uh... Like, he stops yelling and then, uh, he just kind of sits, like... Human. Humanoid. He reverts back and immediately begins crying his, like, Oread Quartz tears, but he just goes... Your friend? Um, wait, he goes, the what? What? We... we handled it. Negotiation works. Majority of the time, if it's something intelligent. He goes... Right. All the... Let's get out of these yes. woods. Let's just get the loot, and then let's go. Are you going to take Elisa's body? Yes. Uh, yeah, Jaren will carry her body. Hey, you'll find you will find me You can carry yeah, it. You, you will... Oh, it's going to take you more than five minutes to get back, but you will shrink back down after five minutes. Yeah. That's... I think he's still strong enough to carry her, so... Probably. Magic? It'll look a little weird, but... <laughs> Uh, so yes, uh, so you guys will find um, in the grove a potion, a magnifying glass with a gold handle, a small wooden box that has a set of brass weights, and a uh, a walnut traveling case that has a pair of very high quality locks with their keys. If you detect magic, the potion is magical. None of the rest of it is. Anyone who'd like can give me an appraise check on the contents of and anyone who'd like to try to identify the potion can give me a spell. That's what I'm planning to do. I rolled an 11 for spellcraft, so I'm guessing I don't know I what that is. Yes, with an 11, you will fail. 13? Uh, it's not a 13. No, look at your note. Uh, I'm so... Oh! That is such a weird little note! But, sorry, 15. Why do I have that? Uh, all elves have a plus two to identify magic items. Fun. With a 15, it is a potion of fox's cunning. I'm gonna guess that's a... Ooh. That's a wisdom boost? A wisdom boost, yes. I will hold on to that, because I feel like I'm the one who's gonna use it most likely. Okay. Um, does anyone want to do an appraise check on other stuff? Sure. Oh, I rolled a 20 on appraise. I'm not quite sure what that is, but... Okay, um, so you can tell that the uh, magnifying glass is worth 100 gold. Mm. With that 20, you will notice that the uh, wooden box with the brass weights, which isn't really worth anything, but there is a false bottom in it. Nice. Oh, I'm looking at that. When you uh, open up the false bottom, you will see that there are three silver ingots, each worth 100 silver pieces. Ooh. That's 10 gold. Soldiers, 10 gold, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, so that's what you will find. Yeah, I will let um, the others know of this and say, um, I can probably find somewhere to trade this for money when we get back, and then I'll split it up between us. Unless anybody wants these items for, like, whatever. But okay. And the wooden box with the brass weights and the traveling case aren't really worth much on their own? No. I mean, right. they're a good set of okay. brass weights, but they're... You would Not imagine they're watch. worth much in terms of money outside of their utility. Alright. Um, Jaren would like the wooden box that the weights are in. Because sure. he's going to put his marbles in there. Okay. Oh. So you have some stuff and a corpse. Alright, okay. so what are we going to tell them? Because we cannot tell them that this 
I mean, we could, but are we really going to? Right. I think we, we tell him like... the whole truth. We're gonna have to explain what does... why Eklund looks like one of his feet sure. almost got pulled off. That's fair. Well, I mean, Eklund doesn't actually know the whole truth. Exactly. I don't think Eklund ever actually saw the satyr. If anything, you saw him for a second, but that could just be you hallucinating, man. Hallucinating. Actually, no, Eklund, Eklund thinks it was something rather different that did it, which is the same something he had a nightmare about and is now trying to get out of his head as he hobbles his way back. You know what, I'm gonna talk to him. He needs to talk to someone. Eklund? I mean, that's what I think we should tell them. When we tell them that when we f- we found her near an owlbear's nest, mm-hmm. owlbear's dead. Yeah. What does it... I'm assuming that the body looks like it was killed by animals. It, yeah, I mean, it looks like she was mauled by a bear. Yeah, alright, so we don't need to <laughs> oh, Seder. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. She wandered too close to an owlbear's nest. Owlbear clearly killed her. We took care of the owlbear. Okay. That is all true. That is yes. all true. When I <laughs> noticed that, um, Jaren, you're not looking so good. Uh, Lenza, do you have any healing spells? Yes, I'm so sorry. <sighs> I'm fine for now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you could feel okay. quite a bit better than you are. <laughs> We're going to hit you with a cure mod really quick. Okay. It's a personal spell, so, you know, I'm okay with it. Uh, 14 points of healing. So I rolled that. I'll take it. So Eklund also has been fairly thoroughly mauled. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Animal fun, too. Eklund, you get eight. Yeah. Oh, cool. Thank you. I rolled a one and a two. Don't thank me for that. That was a bad heal. Oh, still brought him back up. Not to max, but pretty darn close. So, after sleeping, I think I'll only be down three. Alright, then. Um, alright. So, you're going to head back to where the Crooked Kin are camped? Yeah. So when you get back to uh, the camp, do you have the body out visible, or is someone going to stay back in the and, like, call over some of them first, or well, what? Let's call some of them over. Let's not just waltz in with a body. Okay. Could I'm assuming like we, we covered her. the corpse that was mauled by animals with something. Yeah, you guys have, like, traveling cloaks you could throw over her. Yeah. Not a bud cloak, of course. They're all gathered near the woods where you went in, kind of looking anxiously, hoping some sign of your return. Hoping we return. Uh, yeah. And they notice that four of you step out. I'm going to signal over the ringmaster. Yeah, Caleb will walk towards you and say, um, well, what, what did you, are, is your, your, your friend, are they? They're, they're, our friends are okay. What did you find? us. We don't want to show everyone. He'll turn back and say, I'm going to go just into the woods with them. I'll be right back. And at that point, uh, the other two pinheads just start crying into the arms of the tall bearded woman. Figured out that they assumed. They yeah. assumed. I just don't um, want to show them their sister's sure. body. Absolutely. <laughs> so he will follow you into the woods and see the body. Yeah. He looks very grim and says, they deserve to see her, but I appreciate your discretion. <laughs> so they'll say, well, you're welcome to share our fire tonight. And then in the morning, uh, we 
our separate ways, I suppose. They will excuse themselves and kind of a roadside barrier for Elise. Um, yeah, yeah. They will then, Caleb will go into his cart, come out with a silver-headed cane with the head of a wolf on it. Oh, that's so cool. And he will hand it to Lenza. Yo, I'm just keeping this because, like, that's better than my quarterstaff, bro. This is mine. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> I have put it in your journal. Oh, X wow. plus one humanoid shapeshifter bane light mace. Yep. That's impressive. So it does extra damage to shapeshifter. It's a shillelagh. It's a werewolf That is awesome. Bane. Yeah. I love it. I'm keeping it. It's mine now. Goodbye. We will pick up with your discussion around the campfire and heading off to Lepistat next time. So, until next time, as always, keep an eye open for mimics, never feed a goblin, and something something dragons. Something Something Dragons uses trademarks and or copyright owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Carrying Crown, Trial of the Beast, was written by Richard Penn. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at The Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review on iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project, or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening!